Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's for the city, man. Big, big, big bowling in Clutchini. The Astros 2017 World Series Champion. The Houston Texans select Clutch, Clutch, Deshaun Watson. H-Town representing you. Holy Toledo. Oh, Toledo. The Rockets are world champions for the second year in a row. The city, man, you don't want no problems. Now, Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday with Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Clutch City Sunday. On Sports Talk 790. A lot of problems with a lot of you people, and I'm mainly looking at you, the Houston Astros. Clutch City Sunday. I'm back. Brian LaLima did not die in the Dominican. We're here. Jackson Gatlin is here as well. I'm in the studio today because I am not hungover. This weekend. No White Claws. No. I did have some Michelob uh, limes yesterday, but. I'm proud of you. I did watch the Astros while I did that, and I wanted to chuck a few of them at the TV because they just could not take advantage of opportunities all day long. And here we go. We're sitting in the middle of a five game losing streak. It sucks. You do Worst reali- part of the season. You do realize there was a, uh, a part of the season, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago where. We tried to bring in good juju where we played the uh, 2017 World Series highlights. Remember, right. they were in a and losing streak. Didn't. It did. Where's the, where's the remote? I don't know. They won that game that we uh, we, we set up we find that remote. for on Sunday. So maybe we ought to Hold bring on. that back. Zach Grinke is also on the mound today, so that's a good thing. Where is it? Damn it. And again, the Astros' five-game losing streak. Michael's trying to find the it's remote. It's not going to happen. There's no remote in here. I think it's the right that's there. The, that's the it's in between remote. the two mics. It's the cable. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't do anything with that one. What the? We're just trying to find a way to, lo- to, to, to get the Astros taken care of. So please help us find the way. They absolutely have not played good baseball. This is a portion of the schedule where we knew it going in. It was supposed to be 17 games. No, it ain't that one. We need the we need the Vizio remote, the real Vizio one. That's no, not that one. We need the Vizio remote to get to YouTube. That's how we did it. See, that was it. It's it's an issue. We're going to find it. We're going to figure it out. We're going to revive them with YouTube videos. We'll figure it out. Um, this seventeen and seventeen days, it got even more bleeped off because they had the <clears throat> stupid rain uh, postponed game, which made you play the doubleheader, which screwed everything up even more. And of course, Garrett Cole going down screwed it up even more. This is just. Getting their pitching staff through this stretch is going to be the most incredibly difficult thing that they've done all season. It's going to be very difficult. Brad Peacock's being activated today, so that's a positive. Thank God. Get a fresh arm in the bullpen. You need it. Um, yeah, it's just one of those stretches where baseball is extremely hard. Yeah. And, you know, Doug Pike was just walking out of here, and we were trying to figure out what you can put your finger on as a cause of these losses. Um, let's just blame it on the game of baseball. Baseball is a hard, hard sport to play. Yeah. Okay. What is it? 17 games? It was 17 and seven, 17 days. And it started off with a 10 game road trip. Okay. The longest road trip of the year. And they've been, they've been good, but they're not great on the road this season. No, they're, they're not. Just, eh. 
We mentioned that months ago. Yeah. That they're decent on the road. They're not good on the road. And this is why I said when they made the Grinky trade, do not put the carriage in front of the horses. No, you, you got still to. have to play the game. It's a, it's a spats hey, portion of the schedule. I'm just saying. This team, if they get once they get to the all that matters I'm is that not, they get to the postseason healthy. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. That honestly, I don't care about seeding at the end of the day. They can win anywhere. I'd prefer it to be at home like they would. I'd prefer them to not lose today and give Oakland this thought of, oh my God, we're only five and a half games back now. Please don't do that. Twenty seventeen and the August the August record in twenty seventeen when they won the World Series, they were they were eleven and seventeen. Yeah. In the month of August. In the month of August. And we're in point, August. And at this point last year, they were two games behind the pace that they're on right now, where they won 103 games. And this time last year, they had a one-game lead in the division. So basically, relax, people. Relax, for sure. But there are concerning things in it, because you're going to have to wear out arms. It's and very today, concerning. You need you need Zach Greinke to go deep. You, you needed need seven innings. I mean, you do. How do you pronounce the name of the pitcher from yesterday? Armenteros. Is, is Rogelio Armenteros. Rogelio Armenteros. Yeah. You needed a big game from him yesterday. He looked like he might give it to you, and then he it, didn't. Yeah, it just didn't happen. It'd be nice if you got that today. That is the one thing. What's the one thing that's happened since Grinky's been here? He's not lost. He hasn't. No, he's 2-0. 2-0. Just saying. Has he been like... They did have a scoring change the other day. Did you see that? I did not. I missed that one. So from his first start, you know where he gave up five runs? Yeah, and they gave. They said that the Bregman error was not an error. Yeah, but they've gone back and changed it to an change, error now. Okay, so his so ERA is even lower his now. His ERA is down to 291, where yeah. it was like three-something the other day. Yeah. So he's off to a great start to his Astros career. He's 12 innings in. He's given up four runs total. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's what they need today, for sure. Well, they need today. They need they need seven. Jordan looked good yesterday. When does he not? He went through. We saw his first slump. He it was went, a week. Yeah, well, he was one for 11 at yeah. one point. And his batting average stayed at what? In the 330s? Three, 339, I think it Whew. was. Well, that's a rough stretch. Yeah, they, got, need, they do need the top of the lineup to do something today, though. Yeah, see, and that's another thing that you can uh, you can bring up. Uh, the extra inning game they lost the other night where Verlander dominated yeah. through seven. He left with a tie game, two to two. I think the Astros got th- two or three men to third base the entire game. You're not going to win that way. You should be able to manufacture more than two runs. Period. Period, yeah. yeah. Yesterday, look at the first inning. Bassett, they make them throw 30-something pitches. They have, guy, they have the bases loaded with less than two outs in the inning, and they can't get one run in. See, that's... Hmm. One run. You got to get one run there, minimum. One. In the first inning? Yeah. Yeah. The first inning. You Absolutely. Just, like, wipe that stuff all over your face, by the way. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Do I have that it? That white stuff all over under your oh. eyeball. Whatever the hell oh. it is. Is that your chapstick? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. He's got is. white stuff all over his cheek. Yeah, I said it. Um, That's suggestive. Yeah, it really is. We're going to stay on track here, though. We are. Because we're not going to go but the off Astros, on that. The Astros, though, yesterday, they had just too many opportunities. Men left on base. Runners in scoring position, one for seven. Seven left on base. Just. Like when you go bad, those are the things that go bad. And it's, then your starting pitcher blows up in one inning. I have sunscreen on my face. Why are you wearing sunscreen? Because you're ginger and you're bright. Anyways, let's continue. How to throw this hear, hot coffee? That was right. a pretty good one, right? How to throw this See? hot coffee right all over you? <laughs> that was a good one. That was great. The phenomenal. Back on it. <laughs> welcome back, Brian. Man, welcome back. Here I'm, we I'm are. I wish you did die in the Dominican. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Holy! Oh man, this is getting aggressive. No, that just went really I'm demonic, real quick. Did you drink any alcohol when you were there? I did. I mean, legal uh, or uh, legal? Everything alcohol legal there. from there. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. So one thing that we made sure to do, terrible, um, is Uh-oh. the bartender. I pulled a Matt Thomas, left my ringer on. Go the ahead. bartender. Uh, we made sure that they drank with us and they drank before us. 
So if, they, if we were dying, they were dying with us. It's not a bad play. So and they did it. They they drank with us. So yeah, it was a good trip. That's good. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous out there. Uh, on the resort, it's beautiful. You didn't go into the. Oh, you mean from the airport to the resort? It's not beautiful. No, no, it's not. <laughs> makes you feel a little bad when you travel to these countries. Um, it makes you feel blessed to be here, and then I can see why these guys that come up through the baseball go world, back. yeah, never want to go back. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. Um, yeah, so that it's good that you didn't die, though. No, yeah, I'm back. We're here. The Astros are dying at the moment to get a victory, which would be nice as well. That'd be good. That would be. I'd take it. Just get through. You know, it seemed like when they were playing in Chicago, it's like, man, just get the hell out of Chicago. Yeah, now it's like, get the hell off this trip. Just get back home. They need it in the worst way. And the good news is that you do come home when you play a you-know-what portion of the schedule, a bunch of slap you-know-whats, I should say. By the way, Granky today can go for career victory number 200 if he gets oh. that one. That's pretty big milestone. Uh, I bet he'll be very excited. Show a lot of enthusiasm on the mound when he gets it, don't you think? Yeah, he's going to be f- pumped. That's okay. Fired up. Uh, you get four with the Angels. I mean, four with the Tigers, and then you get three with the Angels over the weekend. Then you get Tampa next week for three. Tampa's going to be tough. The Angels will be a little bit more tougher than, than the Tigers. But the next four, honestly, this is what it smells like. This team should come back home, and they should sweep Detroit. I know it's a lot to ask a sweep of four game series, but that should that's the exercise your demons series right there. And if they come home and they lose a couple of them, I'm not gonna be happy. Neither should you. No, I don't think anybody should. And you head back out on the road, of course, for Toronto and Milwaukee. That's just a five game trip. Then you're back I mean, the month of the good news is the month of September has one, two, three, four off days in it. But again, the schedule making in this league I do not understand. I do not understand it at all. Why you're playing 17 days in a row? Why you're on a 10-game road trip to start it? Like, who the hell comes up with this stuff? I don't know. They deserve to be slapped right in the face. Period. Period. Do you think Zach Grinke is going to start in Milwaukee? I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule. No, I guarantee you he will make a start because you know damn well he's going to want to hit. Oh, then yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. He's going to want to hit. Well, yes. they'll line that thing up. We'll, we'll see. I'll look at it here in a second and figure it out. But you know he would. I, that I'm in for. Oh, yeah. I want to see him rake. He's going to go 0 for 4. Probably. He better not go 0 for 4. I mean, the, the rest of the team can probably carry him. That's the good news. You keep your uh, you keep your stars going. Like I tell you this, though. Correa's been hitting the ball over the fence. I need that bad and average get taken back up there, Carlos. 281. Let's go. Pick it up. You're slacking. He, slacking. um... He should not be traded. He should never Correct. be traded. Correct. Um, the trade talk should end. Yep. I don't know if it uh, still is being talked about. I don't um, think it is, but no. if, if it is, I will tell those people that they are stupid. Uh, the bombs he hit the other night were tanks. Yep. Um, and he's. it seems like he's returned to form. He's, he's not getting cheated. No, he's not. His average, again, his average has been a little down lately, but he's hitting the ball over the fence. With authority, like you're many, saying. I think the Astros have five guys with 20-plus home runs right now. We were looking at the other day how many can get to 30. Uh, Alex Bregman's about to be there. Well, yeah, Bregman will be there. Springer will be there. Jordan's going to get there. I don't care. What, I mean, you got a month left of games. He's not going to hit 11 more home runs. He's got 19 in, he's got 19 in 52 games. And Correa set the rookie record with 22, right? 24. It's 24. I think it's 24. His rookie year. Yes. I believe. I'll pull it up right now. It was 20. You know, you're right, 22. 22. It was 24. That was his third year. 
No, he hit 24 one year. Yeah, so 22 as the rookie record for the Astros. You think that Jordan's not going to hit three more home runs? Oh, Jordan's going to get to 30. 11 home runs in how many games? I mean, you got a month and a half worth of games. Oh, he'll get there. He's hitting 11. He's getting to 30. Yuli still is only five away. He's getting to 30. Is it 25? 25. You got Altuve at 22. Mm. The way he's been going, you don't yeah. think he can hit eight more over the fence? No, I do. Bregman one away. Brantley's at 18. He's not getting there. No, I don't think he'll get there. That's amazing. How but Uncle Mike I mean, is just... I'm not complaining about him at all, but it's amazing how he had that just crazy start to power in the season, and he's hit... He where he hit ten in like the Look, first. Look, you keep getting multi hit games. I'm, I'm okay. He's got what fifty of them now. He's forty nine. Forty nine. Okay. Yes. He's only hitting three thirty three with eighteen and seventy four and a OPS of nine thirty one. I said he was going to hit three thirty this year, and people laughed at me. Who? My one of my best friends. We had an argument. I told. I said he's going to hit three thirty this year. He's he's hitting better than Josh Reddick is. I can tell you that. What? What's the deal on him? We can talk about him in a little bit. Mm. I have a do. I do have a serious question about. Where we think that that's going to end. Uh, George has 26. So, yeah, they're going to have one. I'm saying two, three, four, five guys get a 30. Is that good? I think it's okay. That's decent. It's, yeah, yeah. Now just figure out how to win some games between now and then. Look, you're, you know it. It's a long stretch. Mm-hmm. This game is brutal. August is brutal. Just get through, you know, you, uh, just fight through it. You lost five in a row. Get back on track today. You come home today, tonight. You play tomorrow at home. Detroit. Yeah. Again, Detroit is in town. Right. For four. Garrett Cole should be coming back. Hopefully. You got Peacock back. Get some guys resting the bullpen with an extended outing from one of your starters. You just ride the ship. Bam. Right back to it. Right back to it. There's another team in town that played last night. They won. We'll talk about them next on Clutch City Sunday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Back to Clutch City Sunday. Here's Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. I will, I will gladly let you know that I called that home run. Sitting in Dodger Stadium with Chris Gordy, and I nudged him right before that pitch. I go, he's going to hit his bomb here. And what do you know? It just, I felt it in the building. It's Clutch City Sunday. Michael Connor, Brian Lima. Jackson's making us rectify the demons today because, Brian, you mentioned it. 
Last time that the Astros were going through a funk, we sat in the studio. We had a new fancy TV, which we have just fi- finally found the remote to. And we have the best of the 2017 moments on our TV screen that run for the next hour. And that is one of those moments right there. And it's been proven to work. It worked last time. They won that day, and then they went on a hot streak. They did. So, you're welcome, Houston. We figured it out. We are in the dog days of August. We are. I cannot wait for September to get here. I am ready for the postseason. You know what's also in September? Hmm. Start of the NFL season. Yeah, I don't care. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Screw it. Texans played last night. Deshaun looked good. He did. Hopkins looked good. There you go. Uh, Matt Khalil. I mean, honestly, how much are people grinding through this postseason? How much? 713-212-5790. Did you care last night? How much did you watch? Deshaun Watson was 5 of 7, 60 yards. I'm saying he looked good. Threw a touchdown pass to Hopkins. Did you actually see the pat, the uh, yeah. the separation that Hopkins has? Yeah, he's pretty good I at mean, it. we know that, but just watching him do it and the patience I mean, I lie, that he after has. After the starters came out, it's hard for me to pay attention. Oh, yeah. I, started, I think for anybody. I watched through the first quarter, and then I'm like, okay, let's watch Yellowstone. Unless you're a diehard football nerd or a just... Even then, I don't think like baseball nerd here. You know what I don't watch? Spring training baseball. I don't watch spring training baseball either. I'll watch a little bit of it if a starter is pitching just to see the starter, and that's it. Just like what I do with the preseason football games. I'll watch the quarterback play, and then I'm done. So... With it being the second preseason game, you really can't even, I mean, you can't, um, I don't know, you can't really say much yet, right? Or am I just completely No, I mean, off? like, there's certain, you're looking at for, looking out for the camp battles, which there's not a ton of. I mean, like you said, Bill O'Brien said last night that Matt Khalil's the starting left tackle. Matt Khalil didn't play in the game last night, so there you go. They asked uh, Bill O'Brien afterwards. And did you see his response? No, I didn't get the exact oh, quote. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he says, what in the what? It's hilarious. What in the what? That's what he's, his response was. Somebody asked about Matt Khalil, um, why he, what the issue was or if there was an issue. And his response was, I guess he wasn't paying attention really to the question. And he looked at the reporter and said, what in the what? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. That's your starting left tackle. That guy better be good because Matt Khalil's not good. Um, we know this. It's it's a bad look because you had money to spend and you ended up spending it on Matt Khalil for one year and you know I, nothing. I, he's he's been injured, not very good the last few years. Why did he not play last night though? He didn't because he's suit always up. hurt. He's always hurt. So you got to manage the workload. Yeah, basically. You can't let that guy get hurt, which is crazy, I know. Because it feels like that guy needs to play because he needs to prove that he's worthy of being the starting left tackle. I mean, I thought that's what you took Titus Howard for, to be honest with you. That's what, that's what I thought. I mean, I, I figured, you know, when you're taking a tackle in the first round, he's going to be your starting you know, left tackle come start of the season. Wouldn't you think? Go to Adam Clanton's Twitter page. I'm sure it's something that's very... Well, he's got the he's got the audio up on it. It's the video. A Bill O'Brien. Yes. He says, to correct myself, he says, what is the what? You can turn my uh, computer on there, Jackson. Here's the quote that Bill O'Brien said last night that Brian LaLima is speaking about. Left the starting left tackle position as of now. Bill, what's the, the state of the, le- the starting left tackle position as of now? What is the what? 
the uh, state of the starting left tackle position as you get ready for week one? Yeah, Matt Khalil's the starting left tackle. Bill, what's the, the state of the, le- the starting left tackle position as of now? What is the what? The uh, state of the starting left tackle position as you get ready for week one. Yeah, Matt Khalil's the starting left tackle. There you go. Hey, I mean, I, I hope he's good. I do, too. I, guess I want the Texans no, to be you know, good. There's no middle ground with this. It's, it feels like there's there's this world where you're either for them or against them. Right. And I don't get it. Like, I don't I'm, either. I'm for everything. Even though they're not on our station, sure, it, it makes it way more easier for life, maybe, if the Astros are great and the Texans are a bleep show, which they're kind of, kind of are. But even then, it gets tiresome for a Houston sports fan. Like you, like I, like Jackson, we all get pissed off with it. I don't want to do this crap every year where I'm just beating them down and saying yeah. negative stuff and just being miserable. I'm tired of it. I would love to see Deshaun Watson be the best quarterback the Texans have ever had. Well, they already, he already, he's already, he's already yeah, he's done past that. that. But I want to see them protect him. And they the offense just clicks on all levels. But I don't know if that's going to happen. The offensive line is suspect. They looked decent last night. Right, in the one drive, to the, the whole and what the le- and it's it's just the, the level of dysfunction. We still don't. We're never going to get transparency, and I get that. No, I they, don't understand why the sport of the of, of football, the NFL specifically, is that way. And sports teams in every league are always going to hold certain things back. But what do you get for the most part in terms of the other leagues? You get some transparency from teams, right? Yeah, Astros pretty transparent with stuff. Now uh, they're not going to. But they're not going to tell. Maybe injuries. Injuries okay. is the only thing. Injuries, I can think they of, are. Yeah. They use the word discomfort, discomfort all the time. Right. And maybe, hopefully, it doesn't happen with Garrett Cole. Right. But I'm talking about from the standpoint of team building and doing what they're doing. They're they're pretty they're pretty brutally honest with you. We're going to go for it. We're going to do our thing after they told us for years that they're, we're going to suck and it's not going to be fun. Well, the Texans went out and got Duke Johnson. That I'll give them credit for. That's I big. will give them credit as well. It's that is a big, big pickup. And I don't think it's the biggest pickup in the world, but it's a solid addition. It's a step in the right it's direction. It's probably an overpay. Probably. That's, That's okay. fine. That's fine. And I'd rather them overpay than not pay at all. And that gets back to what the offseason was. You had a general manager that you've now fired who's back in Buffalo, who I think, if you read enough about it, wasn't people weren't loving the fact that he's sitting on sitting on his hands and not spending the cash. You had the ability to go overpay for somebody. Is it going to suck one of these days when you overpay somebody? Yeah. Yeah. But you could have overpaid for a tackle. Instead, you land on Matt Khalil. And again, I have nothing to judge him on because he hadn't played games. I'm hopeful. I know what the track record is. Right. And it's crap right now over the last couple of years. Beat up, old, not good. So, you know what? left tackle. That makes all the Texans yeah. sins in the world because he hadn't played a preseason game. He's my starting left tackle. So apparently you, you go read everybody, he's been getting his ass whipped all over the damn field at right. practice. There's been a couple of videos that have been out. Yeah. You know, winning cures everything. Well, you better win. What is the what? <laughs> what is the what? It's another bill, great bill drop. And you know, he's got the, you know, Adam Gase for the Jets. You've seen his eyes, right? Yeah, he's good. He's, a he's tol- got the crazy eyes. Let's be honest. Adam Gase likes Coke, I think. <laughs> In the like video, just, he's, a, he's a weirdo. In the post game interview, uh, when Bill O'Brien is saying, "What is the what?" He kind of has the eyes things. He's like looking left to right, left to right, trying to find the reporter, trying to find the reporter. What is the what? Nine huh? and seven is not the bar. Not the bar. It's not the bar. 
AFC South champions two years in a row. Two years in a row. Three out of four. Did they win the championship last year? Oh, okay. But they got embarrassed at home. By the Colts. Yeah. But that's the other part of this. The layers of it all. Suddenly, who the hell knows what's going to happen with the Colts? Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Andrew Luck if might and- be dead if Andrew, tomorrow. If Andrew Luck doesn't come back and plays... If he doesn't play this year, the Texans have to win the yes, division. And if they don't, to. they fail. Or if he misses a significant period of time, then they have to win the division, period. You know who's going to be sneaky good in the AFC South? Who? I mean, there's only three other teams to guess from, so take a guess. It's Colts or, I mean, it's uh, Titans or Jags. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say Jags. I am. Leonard Fournette stays healthy. Good luck. Nick Foles makes it rain. Good luck. Hey, I'm just saying. Andrew Luck was throwing the football ahead of their preseason game. Well, yesterday. I mean, Out it's all about field. his ankle, right? Well, is it his ankle? An, is it calf? calf? Is, is it Achilles? It's been an ankle. It's been an Achilles. It's been everything. It's been a bone issue. Who the? Yeah, they don't that's, have to the put, la- that's the latest that I saw was it was a bone issue this time. Well, they don't have to put out an injury report in the preseason. So they're going to hold off on this, and they're just totally, it feels like they're screwing with us. Look, I mean, it sounds terrible, but from the standpoint of the Texans and being able to get to the playoffs, hope Andrew Luck's hurt. I don't care. Well, Why the, should I care? The FC South runs through Indianapolis, in my Even opinion. Even though they didn't win it last year. No, it runs through them this year. I'm with you. Their team is Especially better. if Andrew Luck is healthy. If Andrew Luck is yeah, if Andrew Luck's healthy, they're the best team in the, in the division. Absolutely. He's the best quarterback in the division. Deshaun's right behind him, but he's not as good as, as Andrew Luck. Not right now. Hmm. <laughs> It's going to be a very Texans move, though. If they don't win the division, he misses. Let's just say Andrew Luck misses four games. Okay. Should you win the division? Yes. I agree. Even if your schedule's a little bit more brutal. Man, forget that. I know. I'm with you. If Andrew Luck sits four games, the Texans have absolutely have got to take advantage of that. If they don't win the division and he misses, that's what's that of the season? A fourth? Is he? Eight. He's been here that's six a years. Of the season, right? If he misses four games, I don't. I don't do math. I can see the wheels turning. Yes, so, it's a fourth. It's a fourth of the season. There's sixteen games. I don't do math. I'm not a math guy. Don't ask me to do math. Four times four. Yes, I know. Okay. I'm thinking of so. There's my head. four of them. I know. <laughs> Get past it. I told you I got it right. But I had to question myself. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> math goes in one ear and out the other. The Colts' schedule starts the season. Chargers, Titans, Falcons, Raiders. Yeah, and look, look who the Texans let's have to face week the, one. Let's say they hold Andrew Luck out the first five games because they have a week six bye. If it's that bad. They play Chargers at Chargers at Titans to open their year. Road games aren't easy. They'll lose at the Chargers. Going to the Chargers is going to be a tough one. Going playing at the Titans will be difficult because they'll at least make it a gross football game. And probably, yeah, and you, you got Jacoby Brissett playing quarterback. It'll there. probably be nine to three with the Titans winning. Home, <laughs> home against Atlanta and Oakland, and then you're at Kansas City. Okay, okay so best case scenario if they were without Andrew, like best case scenario they start two and three. That's the best case scenario. Best case scenario they come out of their bye week playing the Texans. So essentially, they could. Come to the Texans at one and four. Yeah. And the Texans at that point will have played at New Orleans, lost for Jacksonville, at the Chargers. So they're easily one and two. Home for the Panthers, two and two. Home for the Falcons, three and two. 
Oh man, the at Texans- Kansas City three and three in Week Six. So that'd be three and three. The Texans' schedule is so difficult this year. I mean, it's really, it's but it's got it's like every schedule. It's got its easy portions to it. I mean, look at look at their last four games of the season. Look who they're opening. But look the at their last with. four games of the season. They play the last four home for Denver at Tennessee at Tampa Bay home for Tennessee. Got to, that those are four teams they should beat. They have a better quarterback than all four of those teams. We'll see. That 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 right there is four wins. We'll see. I know, but still, I mean, it's there are slappies in this schedule. It's a difficult schedule, yes. You get Indianapolis twice. We know that. You get home for New England. You probably lose that one. At Baltimore, you can, you're going to win that one. You don't beat Lamar Jackson, then I'm done. There's plenty of – There's. let's stay positive. We are. Texans won last night. Deshaun Watson looked good. DeAndre Hopkins looked good. They got Duke Johnson. Yep. And Matt Khalil was named the starting left tackle. There you go. Matt Khalil, starting left tackle. 713-212-5790. If that's got you fired up this morning here on a Clutch City Sunday. What had me fired up over the weekend so far was somebody calling a baseball game. Oh, yeah, there's that. We are getting to that next here on a Clutch City Sunday. This is Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday. Here are Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. I got like 20,000 diamonds on, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here trading, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hold on, hold on. Get my jewels up, leave like Jesus. Ice on me like I got a fever. We trained to take from them, cause they wouldn't feed us. Now I got them now, right on my visa. Feed a pizza, my gator got me just. All right. Come on. We have to talk about it. You know what? We didn't even tell you, Jackson. I'm sorry. You got to play some Grateful Dead for a minute. You know why, right? Luke Walton, not Luke Walton, Bill Walton, Luke's son. Bill Walton, who we're going to talk about here, is a Grateful Dead guy. He follows them around the country like a weirdo. Because he's Bill Walton. He's not a weirdo. He's American treasure is what he is. And he was in the booth the other night for the White Sox and Angels game in Anaheim with this. The guy who does the White Sox games does ESPN, like college football, college basketball, and does college basketball games with Bill Walton, which are glorious. And he invited Bill Walton to come to a game. And I'm here for Bill Walton doing at least one baseball game a year for the rest of his life. Are you Brian Lalima? Yes. Because I'm all for it. What happened in that booth was glorious. And he was just downright glorious with Bill Walton. Oh, is this the Grateful Dead? I don't know what the Grateful Dead sings, do you? No, I who's the Grateful Dead? They're they're he they're called Deadheads if you follow them around. It's some old band, man. No, no Woodstock, clue. whatever. Oh. I don't know anything about them either. Let's just go ahead and listen to Bill Walton with the Grateful Dead in the background. This is perfect. Calling a Mike Trout home run. And sending one ricocheting through the universe. How would you feel about that if your teammates We hope our audience together. has not got to that point. No. Look it's at this defense. Trout. Garcia's not going to have a play. Oh, Mike my Trout gosh. Goes That's Trout. It is. Swimming upstream, avoiding all the flies. And sending one ricocheting through the universe. 
And look at this crowd. Raucous as can be one of the most successful franchises. Just packing them in here at the Big A. They're not that successful, Bill. <laughs> he says, is that shot swimming upstream? <laughs> swimming upstream. All right, so here's Bill Walton talking about throwing out the first pitch. And I warmed up magnificently. I was hot. Did they give you advice? Did they tell you to throw it high? No. They did. That's the advice. So, you know, I don't, Ken need, Levine, I don't need any direction to get high, okay? Well, that's true. <laughs> I just need I need warm-up, and I, I warmed up well. Okay. But then there was 15 minutes of sitting around and then walk out there and throw a pitch. Oh, Bill. We got a suggestion on Twitter. It says, uh, be like Bill and do this show high. You want, you want to get high and do this show? That's what somebody wants us to do, like Bill Walton. Because uh, Bill Walton was 100% baked when he did this. Had to be. His life is, he's baked all day long. And there's not a moment where Bill Walton is not high, right? I'm going to say hard pass on my end. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it's not legal here yet. When it becomes legal, maybe we can consider it. If we were in the state of Colorado, I'd say absolutely, because there's nothing that's illegal about it. But we're not. We're California. Or Oregon. Or Washington. Notice the trend here? They're all on the left side of the country. Let's see what uh, Bill Walton's reaction was to a bunt for the first time in his life. But uh, I'm not ziplining. There's what first offense? Base side. This is brilliant. And the Sox get a run. And a safe call at first. Yomer Sanchez back-to-back bunts. brilliant. Give Ricky a contract extension. Oh, my gosh. This is a strategic victory. A strategic victory. Has he never watched the game he's of baseball? Not a baseball guy. I mean, I think I'm sure he's seen baseball games, but he's not sitting down grinding through baseball games. He also is playing his role. He, there, you know, Bill Walton knows a little bit of what he is, but also apparently, you just get him going, he's just gonna go. You can sit and talk to him, and he just doesn't stop. He's he is an American treasure, unlike any other. Here is Luke, or I keep calling him Luke. That's his damn son who coaches the Kings. It's a bad basketball coach. Uh, he's not that bad, but whatever. It's tough to coach. Fly LeBron. ball to left. Let's see what Bill Walton oh, thinks about go. this one. But, oh, yes, go. Over the fence. Come on. Please. Oh, Upton man. Makes the catch. So close. It is a national roller coaster day. It was not even close. He sounded so. Oh, man. So close. So what happened to my Grateful Dead? Is it still there? Or did they just, did they just go it really ended. quiet? It was a short song. Oh, what else we got? We got anything else good? I'm just trying to figure out what their catalog is like. Let's figure it out. Hang on. Their catalog? Is that what they call it? An album? Yeah, they call it a catalog these days? Is that what it is? I don't think so. Oh, well, fuck it. I see why Bill Wong's intro. Smokes a little fine, you know? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Let's let's get the highlight of the night, though. And don't come at me with with your facts. I'll lay into that in a second. Bill Walton's highlight of the night in the booth. And he treated people with dignity and respect. Another strikeout. What is the record for the most strikeouts in a single inning? Uh, Currently three. (laughs) But we cut out the best part. He goes, okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love Bill Walton. He is. And you can go watch the videos over at Sports79.com. They are... Glorious. He's doing the game. They both are. It was 70s night at the ballpark. He's wearing a tie-dye shirt, White Sox shirt. He had a hat on. Uh, he was he was everything plus some. <laughs> and I need him. 
He just needs to go across the league and do one game per For team. For each organization, yeah. he should. Could you imagine him calling an Astros game? Who would he be paired with? TK? Kevin Eschenfelder? I think you have to put him with Robert Ford. Oh, so you do radio. No, no, I put him on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TV, I put, I put Robert over on TV. I feel like he and Robert would be a good mix because Robert's would be. pretty straight. Yeah, that would be. I Callis is too, but he he has a little bit more fun. I don't know. It just feels like Robert would be the perfect combo for Bill. I would agree. I would say so because Robert's pretty. Uh, he's got a dry sense of humor. Yeah, it's pretty That's straightforward. Why he and Sparky, Sparky's goofy, right? So you put Bill Walton, who puts Goofy to shame. Yeah, with Robert Ford on TV, that would be must see, must see. This was must see. I mean, it was just. It was glorious. I mean, there's a like a four minute video that's up on the blog at Sports Seven. It was two hours fifty six minutes, and the Sox came back in the ninth and nearly won. Yeah! Oh, wrong direction. Sorry. That was for a foul ball. Two hours fifty six. That was for a foul ball. (laughs) I mean, let's give you one more before we get out of this this segment. When they bring that high hard one in, I stand in and lean back, and then just bam. And it sails away out through the universe like a radio wave that goes past <laughs> Pluto through the black hole and into many other galaxies yet named. I'm fully convinced Walton has a tinfoil hat somewhere in his house. He has to. No. He has to. How about this one? This was just a normal pop-up over to Albert Pujols and foul, ter- foul territory first. Can I make that decision? You're allowed to. There you go, again. This is a pop-out. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Come, uh, on. Come on. Come on. Oh, he is just, again, the glory of all glory. I, I can't stop doing these. One more. Hold on. Oh, that's a strike. He's out of there. The game is over. The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studs Turkle Bridge, Division Street. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm Bill Walton, and I just pooped my pants. Oh, my goodness. That is seriously what I mean. We need him on an Astros game. Yeah, just get him more airtime. I, I don't know how much he travels now. I think he sticks West Coast mainly because his because of his back. Mm. We had to like bus him over here. There's a prescription for that. Well, I don't think he takes prescription drugs. I think he's more of the herbal variety. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like we know this at this point. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, he did have as we finish it up. He had an apology at the end of the game. That bus. Okay. I just want to say thanks for coming. On behalf of everybody with the White Sox, uh, thank you for being here. Thanks for coming, and thanks for uh, shining your light in our world for one night. I apologize on behalf of the human race for destroying your broadcast, and I hope I don't ruin your career, which I think I've already 
let that bus go by. That was the SS career ruiner was six games in three days in Maui. If this one did it, then it was going to happen. So there's Bill Walton apologizing for ruining careers. He's just so good. I'm for it. <laughs> I am too. And he's just, he is a gift that never stops giving. Do you? And why ESPN took him off of ESPN years ago and, and took him away from us? On NBA games. Why he's not on NBA games in the first place is, is asinine. What I don't he, need him on West Coast games. He might not want to do NBA games, but I don't need him on NCAA games and on the West Coast that I'm not going to watch. Right, yeah. He I does a lot of Pac-12 of games. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah, UCLA. I think he does like one NBA game a year. Yeah. I need yeah, him. I just miss, put him on all the West Coast NBA games. I miss hearing him talk about throw it down. Throw it down, big fella. I can't do it. I can't. Clanton's the only one that can do the Bill Walton. Throw it down. He does it. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety is the number to join us. It was just that glorious. We're fixing the Astros, by the way. We have so much sports to get to. Unfortunately, we do have somebody to talk about the pass away. That, and we also got to get into the Little League World Series. Oh, let's do that next. Little League World Series. You're about to feel our fire here on a Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday, Sunday returns. returns once again. Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Don't you open up that window. Don't you let out that antidote. Going the back door on a Clutch City Sunday. Michael Connor and Brian Lima, Jackson Gatlin is here as well. You guys can come in here at seven one three two one two five seven nine if you want to rectify the Astros demons. Because I got nothing at this point other than playing twenty seventeen highlights on the damn TV screen. Let's get right into it. Let's do it. I'll let, you, I'll let you set it up because you're the one that texted me about it the other day, even though I. I always am mad about it. So the Little League World Series is going on right now. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And I'm sure you can agree with me on this. Growing up, we're a little bit older. I'm 30. You're what? 28. 28. I'll be 29 next month. So coming up on 29. So back when we were playing Little League, the select game really wasn't around. We didn't play Little League baseball. Really? That's all we played. Like that's where the top notch athletes were, was Little League. See, I was yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, Kyle Drayback, uh, Brett Eibner. I could go on and on. When I played at that age, after coach pitch, I went straight to baseball USA. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we didn't play select. We didn't have it. We had Cyba. I was nothing but select baseball. Cyba was competitive youth baseball association. We only played on Sundays. I played in CFI or CF Cipher Sports Association. CFS. Yeah, that's, whatever. that's but that was that was yeah that was T ball and coach pitch. Right. And so I, you you could have kept playing that. Yeah, I could have kept playing that, but we moved to baseball USA at that point. Yeah, baseball USA just like really really opened up. Right at that point. So <clears throat> with that, literally the the prestigious thing to do was focus. On Little League, you go to All-Stars, and you try to go as far as you can. Yeah. And when you hit 11 or 12, your main goal and one goal was to get to the Little League World Series. And when I was playing, that's where all the top-notch players were. I just named a few. Goldschmidt, Drebeck, um, I played Brett Eibner, Taylor I played Brody. 
All yeah. those ca- all those kids played at Orwall up in the woodlands. I played at Northwest 45. Northwest 45 played on TV back in like 94, 95. Okay. They lost to Japan in the world, the finals or whatever. Wardell Starling. I remember it like it was yesterday. That type of talent was around. Now you got kids giving up home runs that go like 350 feet and they go out of nowhere. They go out of their way to shake the hand of the kid that just hit a 350 foot tank off of you. Here's my biggest issue with it too, is that they're playing on these tiny ass fields. They extend. What's even worse is they extended the fences back this year. No, like two years ago or so. It's still too small. It's tiny. When we were playing that age. And so you at that, at that what, how old are they? Tw- they're 12. 13, they're, 12. You play, they're 11 and 12. And then if you fall in the calendar year, you can play at 13. So you were still playing that little league baseball at that age. Yes. You, so when did you start playing any select baseball? Man, I'm telling you select really wasn't around. We played it, but it was only on Sundays. Man, see, we play, that's all we played. We were yeah, tournaments we didn't all play year it. round. No, we didn't do that. See, but you I also mean, we, didn't. I lived closer to Baseball USA than you. Right. Might baseball, yeah. Baseball USA was a hall. We played Jer- at Spring Klein. I was in Jersey Village. Baseball USA is right down the Devon right. Broadway. We played at Spring Klein for, um, what are they called? Rothwood. We played yeah. at Rothwood. That's where the select games were. But I watch it, and I think about when we played at Baseball USA at that age. We were playing on bases that were about 10 feet further, and the mound was almost, it was like a 55-foot mound at that yeah. point. And the fields were bigger, and you could lead off. Yeah, that's, see, ba- that's baseball right there. See that? So when you played, when we played select tournaments, which was very rare, you could lead off, and the bases were further. Yeah. But little league baseball was forty six feet. It's too small. Yeah, it is too small because look at the kids that are coming All up and playing these right, days. Especially when I think back on it, playing with those, we were playing with the metal bats, the yeah. metal bats yeah, that yeah. popped. I no. Right. Because some of those kids are too big to be playing that crap. You have kids that swing half. They have half swings and balls are flying out of the yard. Yeah. But then you have kids that are giving up these home runs and they run over to the third base line yeah. to wait for the kid to give them a high five. And then you got kids that are literally squatted down to where it looks like they're sitting to see the first pitch. Literally. There was a video I saw on Twitter yesterday. It's been circulating all around. What the hell are we teaching these kids these days? I don't know. It's pansy, you know what? These there it's was soft AF. There was a game in the US pool two days ago where the game was nothing nothing in like the fifth inning. And if I'm a kid at twelve and I'm playing in the Little League World Series, I'm trying to do anything and everything to win this game. Yeah. The pitcher gives up a two run home run that probably I didn't watch the rest of the game. That probably is the game-winning home run. And you know what he does? He wouldn't shook his hand? Yes! I'm with you. It's the dumbest crap ever. There's nothing wrong with going across the base path, across the uh, across the infield at the end of the game and slapping hands. At saying the good end game. of the game. That's fine. At the end of the game. Clapping That's when you do it. for each other and high-fiving each other. I saw the co- other coaches of the other team the other day high-fiving some kid as he came off the mound. Yes. I bleep that noise. You're, grow- you're, you're raising a bunch of pansies. Exactly. What you're are we teaching these kids? You're raising a bunch of pansies. Yeah. It's not okay to give up a 500-foot home run. No, be pissed at yourself. Exactly. And go be better. Oh, it's okay. We'll just go get better next time. No. Mm, BS. No. Take your hippie crap back to California. No. You. What are we teaching? Like, you have to fail in order to grow. Baseball will humble you so quick. That will never humble you. No, it's not. Oh, it's okay, Tommy. I know I can... you just gave up the game-winning home run, but you're still a winner in my book. Yeah, okay. I can remember playing against this one as a kid. 
there was this one kid that we always played played against. I can't, I can't remember. He was Terror. He was Tom. I think it was Tom Dang was his name. Tom, I don't know what happened to you, but he would just hit these tank jobs off of everybody. And I would forever somehow avoid giving them up. I don't know how. And one night at Little York, over at West Little York, those crappy fields over there. Oh, yeah. I coached there when I was coaching in high school. <laughs> I threw one that just hung. And he hit it so far over the fence and over the trees. And we didn't see that baseball. And I was just, you know what I didn't do? I didn't think, oh, let me go congratulate that guy. He just took one way off of me. He made me feel like crap. Little League Baseball is an issue. It and, is. And it's teaching kids the wrong way. It is. It's like this this notion that we Make give everybody tough. we give everybody trophies. David Alleman played at the Woodlands. Play, he was a preseason All-American. Went on for his full-ride scholarship to Texas A&M. That was a kid that we faced in the district championship game when I was 12. And we lost. And I made the last out of that game. I hit a line drive to right field, right at the right fielder. It got caught. I was so pissed off. I slammed my helmet. It shattered. Right? I didn't. He didn't come over and hug me. He didn't come over and say, "Oh, hey, you almost got me there, but you didn't." You know, nice try. You looked really good swinging the bat. No, they looked at us and and probably talked some noise. Yeah. And then they had their listen to this. They had their freaking family members. Popping fireworks in right field because they just beat us to win the district championship. Oh my god, that's fantastic! That is, see, that is good stuff. Exactly. You should feel like crap because you lost. Exactly. It makes you tough. They went on to play on TV there's in the regional final play, no and they wrong, lost. There's no wrong playing baseball. With a little, little anger to you? No, there's not. That's how I've it should my, be. I've told you my story plenty of times about Robbie Grossman. He hit one off the off the fence on me with a in a wood bat tournament, and I'm pissed off. Next time I put it between his numbers because there's nothing wrong playing that way. You're There's not going to see with that the old school being mixed not, in with the new school. You're not going to see that these days. And I wonder if I wonder if there's like a clause in the Little League World Series now that if you're a team that makes it to that point, you have to show sportsmanship. You have to and then look, sportsmanship uh, is fine, but sportsmanship has gone overboard in this PC culture where it's just a joke. And then this whole this whole thing, like why why are we making these coaches wear khaki pants, collared shirts, and a fifty nine and, and a new era hat that's not even the fifty nine fifty. Like, what are we doing with Little League Baseball? I don't understand what we are doing. I'm telling you right now, if Bruce ever saw me congratulate a kid oh, yeah. for hitting a bomb off me, because I was a catcher all growing up, if I gave this kid a high five for just hitting a bomb off of our stud pitcher, he would yank me out of the game and he'd say, go sit your ass in the truck. I'd get the same treatment. The same treatment. Yelled out on the way home. This is ridiculous. And I've been watching, and I, and I used to love watching the Little League World Series because we were so close to getting there, but we didn't I've make never, it. See, I've never liked watching the Little League World now, Series I, as I a kid because I watched it and I said, "Those I'm playing on bigger fields than everything." And those kids, I know if we went out there, we'd actually we killed these kids. And I can't, I can't, I can't watch. I have I've watched maybe one inning this year, and I'm not going to watch any more, especially after I saw the little kid crouching. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a video yesterday, and I didn't yes. see it. There was a kid yesterday, and we'll throw on the website. He's literally like squatting down at the plate. He's not even looking to hit. No, he's looking to draw a walk, and he's squatting. He's almost sitting on his ass in the in the. That's what we're teaching the kids. And he's already a short kid anyway. He's probably five foot, maybe. So it's he's that. squatting down, literally. Sports790.com. I'll put it up during the break. What is that? I mean, what are we doing? We're teaching them wrong. That's plain and simple. You can't play. Don't teach your kids the way that they're teaching. These you kids. cannot play the game of baseball soft. 
You can't play the Somebody way. Somebody just be- tweeted me and said, "I think you're talking about the Pony League baseball." What? What are we talking about? Pony League baseball? Yeah, Pony League. That sounds right for back in the day. For who? For maybe that's what you were playing. No, I was playing baseball USA. It wasn't Pony League. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's Pony League. So back it, then it was, it was just like, baseball USA. It might have been the Pony League rules. It could have been that. Yeah, that's probably Bigger what it was. Fields. I got to look yeah. what the Pony League rules are. Yeah, I because it went that. 55 feet. And then eighty foot bases, right? Uh huh. Yeah, because then when yeah, that's what that sounds about right. Okay. It's select ball. It's just it's above little league or quote unquote little league. I just said said hum back because I didn't understand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was okay. So that was probably what we they were playing those rules then. Yeah. You know what pony stands for? Protect our nation's youth. Yeah. Start playing pony rules to protect your nation's youth against being a chotch. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. We got phone calls. We got everything to get into. Final hour, of Clutch City Sunday next. It's for the city, man. Big, big, big bowing in Clutch City. The Astros, two thousand and seventeen World Series champion. The Houston Texans select Clutch. Clutch. Deshaun Watson. H-Tire representing Holy Toledo. Oh, the Rockets are world champions for the second year in a row. The city man, you don't want no problems. Now, Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday with Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Clutch City Sunday. On Sports Talk 790. Hopefully you're having a better Sunday than Phil Mickelson. Just saw this tweet during the timeout. Clutch City Sunday, Michael Connor. He's Brian Alima. Jackson Gatlin is here as well. 713-212-5790. Is Lona? Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Making adjustments. To call us. MC790 on Twitter. B Lima790 on Twitter. I don't remember what Jackson's is. Do you? Uh, Sorry, Jackson. It's going to take us like two months to figure it out. Jackson Gatlin. Not quite. Damn it. Jgat26. Not quite. Jgat69. Under- <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jackson <laughs> underscore Gatlin. Not quite. Okay, what is it? At JT Gatlin. Oh, it's simple. There you go. That's where you find him. I need to drop a 790 at the end of that. See, that's the easiest thing to do. That way they can find you. That's what I did years ago, and look what happened. I'm here talking. You never know what could happen. It's all Twitter. It's all because of Twitter. It's in the Twitter sphere. Nah. Uh, so we're talking about the kids at the Little League World Series being pansies. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but still, the, the... Are you kidding? The style of game is pansyish. Yeah, absolutely. The kids know. They don't know any better. They're kids. Yeah, blame it on the parents. Yeah, you soft ass parents. There you go, soft. It's just gonna get worse. Um, but Phil Mickelson, by the way. So the which tournament is BMW Championship? The is this BMW. Weekend? Yes. Um, Phil Mickelson is playing in it. Of course, it's the FedEx Cup playoffs. He just tweeted an hour ago. He said, "How crazy is this? My hotel was struck by lightning." I was on top floor where we were evacuated and the place is on fire. And then he put in parentheses, only thing of mine on fire this week. I can't get back into my room and I may miss my tea time because I'm without clubs and clothes. So Phil Mickelson is standing wherever the hell this is in in the middle of Illinois naked outside of a hotel. (laughs) Can't get into his tea time. That's what I'm hearing. Thank goodness he's got monster calves. Monster calves. Dude, his calves are insane. Go out there. You can just walk around outside naked. Nobody ever even noticed with those calves. No, uh-uh. Not at all. Like, that guy's wiener's out. Nope, I only see the calves. That's all I see. I can see him borrowing someone's clubs and going to, like, Academy and buying some some golf pants, a polo. Yeah, seriously, why hadn't he just done that? Go, go and buy a generic-ass set. I know that... Probably because of his sponsorships. Well, just buy a generic set of Callaway clubs. 
Oh, I'm thinking uh, apparel. Ah, he, well, I mean, he'll they, they'll some probably clothes. understand. Yeah, yeah. I think that they have a uh, they have equipment trucks out at these events. They have to. He'll get some clubs yeah. if he needs some clubs. He's not going to miss his tea time. Uh, let's go to the phones. You want to get the phone roll? Yeah, let's phone's do rolling. it. Set one three two one two five seven ninety. Red in Kingwood is first Wood. this morning. Hello, Red. Yeah. Good morning. Hello, hey, Red. Red. How are you? Hey, man. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I still racist. I, if it's okay with you, if it's okay with you guys, I would like to sing this little melody real quick. No, I, we're, you're here for a sports talk show, so go ahead and give us your sports take this morning. Okay. Well, I want to talk about uh, what the Astros uh, seems to me like that they're at this moment they're impl- imploding. Are they? I uh, say that. Yes, sir. They are. You and, don't think? Hang on, Red. Red. Got, red. Do you think imploding uh-huh. is a little harsh? They're 32 games over 500, Red. Now, but this is where I'm leading to. Okay. What they did, uh, this latest uh, decision they made in letting Tony Kemp uh, go oh, uh, versus – wait, well, you wait know, a minute. Hold, you know, they have a roster wait. crunch. They can't carry everybody, so somebody had to go, unfortunately. Where it should have been Straw or Tucker because – Who? Kemp, who uh, or who? Straw. Well, Straw was sent uh, back to the minor leagues. Tony Kemp was out of minor league options. They unfortunately could not send him back to the minor leagues, so it was going to have to be a trade situation. That was always going to be. He was out of minor league options. Okay, what about Tucker? Tucker was in the minor leagues. He he's not even at the big league level. It wasn't a Tucker over. So you can you you couldn't uh, let one of those guys even. No. Uh, Tony uh, Kemp was out uh, of minor league options. He could not go to the minor leagues. And the they Astros got Mark- ha- had to put had to put him on waivers, and it, another team was going to pick him up no matter what. So instead of picking him up on waivers, they just went ahead and traded for traded him and got something. And for they him. got Maldonado back. Was That's that a big pickup. That they, was it anybody else instead of? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That they could have uh, let go in that same situation. No. Okay, so let's let's let me ask you a question, Red. So they already let go of Tyler White. They held, right. they got rid of Tyler White to keep Tony Kemp. So if they, let's say they keep Tony Kemp, then what would you do? What would you what what kind of pickup or moves would you have made to keep Tony Kemp? No, what I asked you. Was there anyone else? No, we, I Tony just Kemp? told you no. There were no other options. No, there was no other Nobody options. Nobody else played as poorly as Tony Kemp on the roster. Tony Kemp had to go. Okay, do you believe the other, I digress from that, that A.J. made a bad decision the other day when he decided a guy who had reached base four consecutive times to uh, pinch run for him when the game was uh, tied, I believe it was in the seventh and eight. I'm talking about the phenom, uh, Alvarez. He decided to uh, – You have to get a run in that game. situation. So, no, I do not think he made it. You have to get a run. No, the game was tied, but you cannot let someone who's been on base – Four consecutive times. But you can't and, predict uh, at-bats two or three times more in the game, later on in the game. You have to get a run at that point. Hey, Arthur, you're a dumbass. Arthur, Arthur, you're nothing a dumb. Hey, Arthur, Arthur, you're that's a dumbass, and there's a reason we don't let you on the air. Thank you very much. That's Arthur in spring trying to be red in, in Kingwood. 
And Arthur in Spring is a dumbass who's been calling the station for years and is a total maniac. I don't understand what's clinically wrong with that man. Let's just cleanse the palate at 713-212-5790 with Brian in downtown. Hello, Brian. Yeah, our, 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 Arthur's an idiot. And what is funny is imploding is not even close to what's happening. And there comes a point where you don't want to be peaking at a bad time and running from the losses. And, you know, it, it's part of the game. It's part of it. And we don't want to be, you know, going into the postseason peaking. Right. Do you want to go? Do you, yeah, that's a good point because do you want to have you know your so called slump now or do you want to have yeah. it right yeah, the last the yeah the last get week before the, the season ends? Yes, and so right now you know we learn some stuff. Everybody gets confident and cocky, and we're hitting home runs left and right, and everything's great and high fives. And then you kind of get down a little bit, and everybody starts to rally again, and that's what the game's all about. And exactly we're smart about our. We're smart about our players and AJ getting people in the game, keeping them in the game, not risking certain injuries. And yeah, the bullpen's always been tough to deal with. But I mean, come on, imploding. We're going to be right there at the end of the season against the Yankees for the AL championship. I agree, Brian. Completely agree with you. Yeah. So Arthur, no more calls for me, but thank you. We, we agree with that. He's calling again right now. By the way, thank you, Brian, for the phone call. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. We're just going to let him ring. Um, he'll hang up. Arthur's a nut job. I mean, look, it's not an implosion by any standard. No, it's it. But Arthur, I love how Arthur. We totally shut out his. Here's our. Here's Arthur in spring. Let's peel back the curtain. He makes everything about race, and he called about Tony Kemp because Tony Kemp was the black guy that the Astros let go, and he was going to make it that. Uh, yeah, he definitely was. That makes a hundred percent. Tony Kemp didn't play. That makes a hundred percent sense. Like that. Well, Edmund Diaz came back. Was that what it, what it officially was? And then you had Maldonado. Or Edmund Diaz was coming back. He had look. I mean, it, traded for Maldonado. And by the way, Tony Kemp has played for the Cubs, and he's hitting worse for them through thirteen games. He's hitting two fourteen uh, with the Astros in sixty six. He hit two twenty seven. So he's not in a very good year. Love Tony Kemp. I loved his yeah. ability to have good at bats, but he just wasn't having a good year too. No, and it it just goes back to that's part of the game of baseball. Yeah. Baseball is hard. It's not easy. No, it's not. If it was easy, everybody would pl- be playing. I'll it. tell you this: he's not having as tough a time as Tyler White is having with the. Did he go on the IL? He is. He's on the IL, but in Tyler White's, he's on the IL with. It says White will miss. Will spend an extended period of time on the ten-day injured list because they're waiting for September, so they don't have to release him. Which I don't understand. Why are you keeping him? What do you oh. see? Um, he has a trap, 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 or trap strain. That, why do they put the full technical term? Trapezoids? Trapezoids? Trapezoid? Whatever. It's spelled weird. Is it trapezoid? T-R-A-P-E-Z-I-U-S. Trapezus. So it's math and reading that you struggle with. <laughs> it's life that I How'd struggle with. How'd you do with. on your he tax said, tests? He said it's life that I struggle with. Well, here's the problem with the tax test when I took the tax test. I didn't give a crap, and I usually just circled answers. Trape- Look, school's not for everybody. Trap. And I've gotten through it. And I don't know how I've gotten through it in life. <laughs> I got through school, but I hated every moment of it. There's not one moment that I went to school and said, I need to learn something here because I'm going to take what I'm learning here and apply it in my life. I knew what I wanted to do when I was a kid. <laughs> I first wanted to play sports. And then when I heard the radio, I said, I want to talk about it. I can speak. And I have a very good knowledge of sports. I feel that I do. And I have the ability to, to retain random sports things. You, I, we've done this before. Ask me a random Astros question. I'll probably have an answer for you. Trapezius. Trapezius. 
whatever. So is that's that your, your trap? trap. Yeah, yeah your that's traps. what I thought. Yeah. That's what But it's not a trapezoid. Trapezoid is a shape. That is right. <laughs> you learn a trapezoid in geometry as Man, well. I am stupid. <laughs> I am really stupid. Seven one three two one two five. So now Tony Kemp though, I mean not Tony Kemp, Tyler White, by the way. With the uh, you have fun over there, <laughs> Tyler White with the Dodgers had twenty two at bats. Did you see what his batting average was? Who was it? Tyler White with the Dodgers. It was like a buck twenty, wasn't no. it? No, oh forty five. Oh my goodness! He was one for twenty two before he went on the IL with two runs batted <sighs> in. He did draw four walks, so he had a one ninety two on base. How that guy stuck on a big league roster this year is beyond me. Do you know how many sides are in a trapezoid? Four, six. <laughs> Which is it? four. Three. Three. No, that's a triangle. Five. It's four. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's just ask let's ask Michael geometry questions. You know what I sucked at geometry. Well, I was gonna go with it. So you know what I did? Four you know, sides. When I when I took the tax test my, my senior year, <laughs> the math one, right. I didn't give two craps about doing <laughs> I didn't give a crap about doing the math part of it. I was actually good at the writing. The writing I was good at. Like, I was good at English. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was good, really I've good seen at your history. Writings. They're good. I was good at history. Like, those are my things. Um, science and math weren't my thing because I just, I, my brain didn't want to function that much. But I, um, oh, good, man. Uh, Arthur's on three lines now. We're just going to roll through them in a minute. Um, I, 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 the tax test my senior year, I totally sat back and just circled answers, and went to sleep for two hours on my desk, my head down. I failed it miserably. I had to go take a developmental math class my first semester at Texas Tech because I <laughs> failed the tax test so hard. I mean, it was the, one of the dumbest kids. If I can give you any advice in life, standardized testing's a crock in the first place, but don't screw around on it no matter what because you could be like me. You could... You could just say, I want to take a nap today, and I'm just going to circle answers and finish it in 10 minutes and then go to sleep for two hours and then have to take a developmental class for an entire semester at Texas Tech with a bunch of football players. Guns up. (laughs) It was great. Not really. You got no credit for it, and the grades were nothing. It was was like, what's two plus two? I don't know, four. (laughs) One of the biggest mistakes of my life. One of the biggest regrets of my life. Circling answers and taking a nap. Should we take a break? We should take a break. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad at 18 year old Michael again. So, <laughs> on that note, we're gonna take a break. Look, the Astros just won the World Series again in 2017. We got more Astros talk. And <laughs> how stupid is Michael? You guys come up with questions during the break, live questions, and I'll see if I can get. Clutch them right. City Sunday, seven one three two one two five seven ninety. Coming back after this break. This is Clutch City Sunday. Sunday. Here are Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. There's a problem. You're not any good. I am good. You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home and they suck. Is that an interaction with me and my teachers? Yes, that's exactly what I told Jackson. That's a great movie. Oh, man. Look, man, math was... I just didn't care. I, I would have been good at all of them. I go, I'm telling you, one year when I did... When I was in chemistry one year, in junior year in high school, I, I got, like, all A's that year. And I loved chemistry. And that was all math. I was great at it. I just didn't care. I didn't care. You got to care, kids. You got to care. 
I was good <sighs> at reading. I was good at writing. And I cared about those, and I actually tried. The other stuff, no effort. Let's do this. Watch. Let's. Line one. Line one. Hey, line two. This is Arthur. Hey, line three. Line four. You there? Line five. Hey, line five. Are you there? Guy's got five phones. He's got How is five that possible? Phones and he's calling us. He's a nut. If anybody can get a hold of Arthur and Springlock in real life and point me in the direction of him, I would like to go knock on his door and tell him he's a crazy person. I'm not even kidding. If anybody actually knows that nut job. I don't have anything punched up. What, what was punched up? He wasn't even on the phone. Well, that was weird. That was weird. It's like he, we're getting. It's like we got a. I'm not even kidding. We got like a ghost getting us. <laughs> we're cursed. We're oh. cursed is what we are. Watch there we go. He's gone again. Um. So I don't know where we're going with this. Uh. Well, we can segue into what is going on here. This is when technical things happen on live on the radio that I don't understand. Well, the phone lines are down now, so we should be good. I mean, what the? He's calling again. Um, okay, we'll segue into uh, some news that was <laughs> dropped right before we went on air. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, former Texas running back Cedric Benson has died in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he was in Austin, West Austin, and there was a passenger on the back seat of the bike as well that unfortunately passed away. I, I haven't seen any details on the crash, have you? No, I have not, no. It's, uh, it's crazy, man. He was he was a good one. He Texas. was he had he finally I remember he he wasn't very good in Chicago and no. then he got to Cincinnati and became the back he was supposed to be. But yeah. me, a decent NFL career wasn't very long, of course. Look at that, age of thirty, done. That's not uh, thirty six years old passed away earlier today. So four thoughts and prayers to him. And his yeah, family. four one thousand yard rushing seasons in college, most most rushing attempts in school history, second behind Ricky Williams in total yards. And touchdowns. A pretty good college career. He was a machine, man. He was. Absolute machine. He wasn't on the championship team, right? He was gone by then. That was We had Vince Young in here the other day. That was Selvin Young that was on that team. Jerseyville's finest. Selvin Young, by the way. He was a machine in high school. We used to go watch him and be like, this guy's a freak. I, even as a kid, I knew he was right. Hey, look who's at the plate. Brian, look who's at the plate. Against you, Darvish. It's George Springer. How do you think this is going to go? Think it's a home run? No, this is this is. I put game game seven of the World Series on in front of us. Again, we're trying to exercise the Astros demons today. Benson compiled six thousand and seventeen rushing yards, thirty three touchdowns, thirty two rushing, one receiving over eight NFL seasons. Played for Chicago, Cincy, Green Bay. Three career one thousand rushing yard seasons. All a member of the Bengals, just like you said, Michael. Yeah. Became a legit I mean, player there. And what's even worse is... Is he fourth pick in the draft? Um, Can't confirm that. Yep, fourth overall, 2005. What's worse about this whole situation is he posted on his Instagram last night, uh, my Saturday night, and it was a picture of his motorcycle. Evidently, I guess he's been riding his motorcycle quite often uh, with a couple of <clears throat> friends and buddies. 
Um, and obviously something happened last night. He was involved in an accident and he passed away. I'd say, I, motorcycles aren't for me. No, they're not for me as well. Um, but uh, driving in the Austin area is not for me as well. I don't like the hilly part of the state <laughs> driving in it because He's, you don't see at night. You said he was in West Austin? Yeah, like West Austin. So getting out more towards the hill country then. Yeah, yeah. that whole area. People just don't know how to drive out there. There's one-lane highways and stuff. Nobody's paying attention to the damn, to the damn road anymore. Everybody's on their phones. I, th- that crap drives me nuts. I'm driving down the street, man. So it says uh, TMZ reported cops from the scene say the motorcycle slammed into a minivan. The people in the van were not injured. Uh, the minivan caught on fire, but everyone was able to get out. Oh, they said, okay, and then I, if you continue to read that, it was unclear if it was the bike or the van that was actually on fire. Jeez, well, that's terrible. Authorities also say that speed and poor visibility were factors in this crash. Well, that's awful. It's an unfortunate reminder to not be stupid when you're on motorcycles or, you know, speeding or whatever could be happening. And you're... Again, I, I just not a motorcycle person, so I just I can't get behind even riding them, man. But thirty six years old is too damn young because I think about that damn you're six years away and I'm eight. And this was that's, that's, this happened at ten last night. You're gonna be out to I mean, I just not good. Why is this microphone not staying up? This is going to I'm gonna lose my mind. He Liz. <clears throat> he was the, the Doak Walker Award winner. Top running back in the country his senior year while at the University of Texas. Wait, wait, Michael, are you having problems keeping it up? Hmm. I see what so you I'm, did it's there. It's like putting a marshmallow in a coin slot. Okay. Well. You've heard the commercial. Yeah, I have. Things happen. Hmm. And then, just, you know, off the field problems, Benson also had uh, a couple yeah, of DUIs. Yeah, a couple of DUIs. Yeah. A boating, a BUI, I think, as well. Yep, he had a DUI in 2017 and 2018. That's, that's not, not good either. Not speculating whether alcohol was a factor last night, but just a sad situation overall, especially for his family. 36 years old is entirely too young. Um, it's just a harsh reminder of reality. Life. Yeah, reality. That we yeah. are all going to die one day, and I t- terrify. I mean, I've told you before. The thought of it terrifies me. Terrifies me, and I don't know how we do it. How we compartmentalize it. You know how we compartmentalize it and forget about it? We watch sports. That's how we forget. That is the best thing about the sports world, is it makes everything else go away for a portion of time. Yeah. It is an escape from reality. Yep. Absolutely. Just like this World Series run was. And they're going on one again, damn it. And it's going to start today, okay? You're right. It's going to start today. They're going to remind Oakland who's boss, who's daddy. Look, they had to give the A's a few, right? They had to. They'd been slapping them around all season long. They just feeling a little compassionate, and they said, hey, Oakland, um, before this series against the A's, they were, good Lord, they were 9-2 and against them. So now they're 9-5. and Today they'll be 10-5. and They're just being nice division friends, right? Is that the best way to put it? Division friends? How about Chapman, though, for the A's? That dude won't go away. Guess what? He's not going to. He's going to be a thorn in the Astros' side for years. A thorn in everybody's side. Last year for the A's, it was Chris Davis. Yep. This year, it's Matt Chapman. 
And Matt Chapman rakes against the Astros. He's half decent. The A's are always that pesky team. That's the team that you could end up, if you get the number one seed in the American League and you've got home field advantage throughout and you play the wild card team in the first round of the playoffs, that's the team you could play. Yeah, it's, I don't like it. I don't like it. I would. Ha- I hate playing division teams, teams in your division in the playoffs because you've seen them so much. I like having a little bit of I mean, they've all, you've been around the big leagues long enough. These guys have all seen each other enough, but, and there's enough scouting and video and everything that you can do to know tendencies and whatnot. But this team is, if they're playing a team that they don't see but one time a season, I'd be happy with that. Well, uh, next segment, we can talk about the division leaders and the records trying to get home field advantage because right now the Yankees are way out in front. Uh, You're in a hole. They're at 80, 83 and 42 right now. Yeah. Twins, 75 and 48. Astros, 78 and 46. You're four and a half back at that home field advantage. It matters. It does matter. It doesn't matter, but it matters. We'll talk about it next on Clutch City Sunday. Back to Clutch City Sunday. Here's Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. Losers? Get them out of here! Losers! Let's go, Ace. Losers. Back to the zoo, Ace. Back to the zoo, Brett Anderson. You go. Because the Astros will exercise the demons today against Brett Anderson and snap a five-game losing streak. Clutch City Sunday, Michael Conner and Brian Lima. I think the last time that we uh, the, the Astros had a slump, I think it was a six game. Didn't they have a? Didn't they lose seven in a row at one point this year? Longest losing streak seven. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was June sixteenth to June twenty two. Yep. So that one started against the Angels. They lost seven to two. No, that can't be right. Hold on, that's July. I'm sorry. Uh, that that was the look. What it was. Look at the similarities. It was on the road. You know what happened when that streak ended? So here's the, here's that streak. Started at Toronto, or home against Toronto. They lost 12 nothing against the Blue Jays. Then they lost 3-2, 4-3, 2-3-2 against the Reds. It's kind of like the White Sox series. And then they went to New York and lost 10-6, 4-1, 5-7. They beat them 9-4 on the Sunday. That's it. It ended on Sunday. But you know what happened on that Sunday? That was when Yuli Gurriel went on his official tear. That was June 23rd when his streak of what he's been doing since it started. So maybe he starts a new streak today. Who starts their new streak today? Who's the Yuli Gurriel for the rest of this portion of the schedule that gets them out of this funk, back to playing their winning ways? We'll take him out because it can't be him. Jose Altuve. He's gone a little bit down. I mean, he's still Exactly, hitting, that's why you start now. He's still hitting 301. Yeah, but to come back from where he was before he went on the I.L. Oh, it's been incredible. But I mean, exactly. like the last like well, he's been just kind of okay recently. I think everybody has been struggling. Yeah. 
we saw Jordan finally go into a slump, and I say finally because it kind of came back down to earth for a little bit. Yeah, now One he's for back eleven. At- Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 344. Hit two bombs last night. 1955. Slow, on base, still at 426, because he's got 28 walks. Josh Reddick is still slumping. All right, so I had that question Ish. come up the other day, and I, and I think it's seriously worth debating. Come postseason time, Ooh. if Josh Reddick's bat continues in this way, and I'm I'm debating with him. I talked to Jake Kaplan about it the other day, too. And I think he's probably right because Josh Reddick is a left-handed hitter. He's still going to play quite a bit against right-handed pitching just because you can have that lefty and Jake doesn't hit righties all that well. But if Josh doesn't hit, if he continue, continues in this downward spiral to where we get to the postseason and he's down, he's down to 265 now. And think about that. This guy was slashing over 300 the first month two months of the season, correct? Yes. It was definitely over the first month, but I believe it was the first two months of the season. He ended up, I can just pull it up here real quick. Uh, in April, he hit 352, and well, since then, he's not hit that well. He hit 267 in May, but then bounced back to 276 in June. In July, he hit just 205, and so far in August, he's hitting 139. He has not hit Ooh. a home run since June. He's driven in a whopping eight runs since the month of June. And I know he's your nine-hole hitter now, but come postseason time, his defense is great in right field. Your defense is better with Jake in center and George in right to where I'm almost okay with putting that lineup configuration out there, even if it's a right-handed pitcher and batting Jake in the nine hole because Jake's got better speed. And Jake honestly gets on base just about as well as Josh Reddick does. Who do you who do you trust more to have Reddick's better? only getting on base, by the way, at 306, and Jake Marisnik is getting on base at a clip of currently 302. It's who, the same. Who do you trust more to have better at-bats in the postseason? That's what Reddick. I think it comes down to. You have Red, Do you have Reddick or do you have Reddick. Jake Merzik? Reddick. Unfortunately, yeah. it's, it's Reddick's going to take more pitches and foul stuff right. off. Jake is going to swing and miss and strike out. He is. I watched That's his at-bat last night, and he swung through a fastball right down the yeah. middle. Reddick doesn't strike out at the rate that Merzik does. The one thing Reddick hasn't done this season, he's, strike, he's only struck out 50 times all year. So he's super low, but I mean, the guy's slugging just 385. This is without a doubt, I hate to be that guy, but this is his last year in Houston. Well, yes. I think we knew that coming in, but this is it. He won't be here next. Kyle Tucker will be in that outfield. That's why they didn't mm. trade him. I know you're very happy about that. Yeah. But right now, well, honestly, wouldn't you feel better about Kyle Tucker rolling out there and playing than you would do Josh Reddick at the moment? At the moment? Josh Reddick's sh- been, been terrible for two months. What'd you say? A buck 49? Hitting 139 this month. 139 this month. After hitting 205 last month. Okay, so... And he hasn't hit a homer since June. And he's driven in eight runs since the month of June. Eight. That's not good. So he's batting 172 over the last two months. Yeah. So half of this month and all of last month. So, yeah, that's that's rough. And you know what's what's kind of shocking to me is you know you can go in a slump but every now and then you'll you'll get a hold of one and you'll put one out so for that. the home run number to be down that's that's extremely concerning to me i think you just go look at his 
the advanced numbers on the the hard hit rate is career low. Uh, he's just he's hitting the ball on the ground a lot. He started on fire too. Yeah, he looked like 2017 Reddit going the other way, hitting line drives. I think we're starting to see him at least in the last couple of days. I think we've seen a little bit of a glimmer of hope that he's been that he's, he's trying to get back to that guy because he's hit the ball hard the other way a couple of times. So hopefully there's that. Hey, you want to get to Bruce? Is Bruce in spring calling? Bruce in spring is calling. What's up, Bruce? What's going on, kids? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, this ain't off there. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, um, I won't come knocking on your door in spring and, and looking to kick your ass. <laughs> hey, you bring your big butt over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. This, I, I had this thought. This year would have because I'm I'm not a DH guy. I'm for the old school baseball. Hold on, Yankees fan hates the DH. Yeah, that's just that that's bizarre. Well, I'll tell you what's bizarre. This would have been the best year to, to get rid of the DH and watch them pitches show you how they can launch that baseball. My dad, Bruce loves pitchers that can rake. So you sit that's on YouTube right. and watch those videos, then <laughs> pitchers that can rake videos. You know, and, uh, and Granky, he's got to be loving it. You better give me a start. I got. We got to pull up the. Yeah, he, I'm. I'm fine with seeing him hit occasionally, but I'm not down for watching him hit. You're crazy. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, man, that's why the National League is better. The manager gets what? more. You know, you you get to manage a real game. You mean with the pitcher? You know, you with your you father, know, Brian. You know, was you know why it was invented no we weren't around back then because the older guys were getting too old to play in the field so they said we'll make a dh and have these old timers still in the game so you're telling me right now that the national league is better than the american league no what i'm trying to tell you is the managers are oh uh, that's a stretch i don't know have you seen dave roberts manage a baseball game gets a little rough yeah Dad, really, Bruce? They've <laughs> you lost. Called him dead. Yeah. Bruce, they've lost back-to-back World Series. Well, they got there. Yeah, yeah, but, they got there. Yeah, because and, the National and, League and isn't as I'm good as the American mistaken, League. They'll get there again this year. Yeah, because the National it, League is not very yeah, good. The National League is trash. No, yes. because the National League only bats eight guys. You mean the American League? You know what? I said, you know, they, they only bat eight guys in a pitcher. Bruce, are you having your butt lights already today? That's the only explanation nope. I can have. <laughs> he said no. Hey. <laughs> Look, we've, him and I have argued guy. about I this. Like, I like, you uh, know, I like real baseball. Okay, well, okay. the game is evolving, and, hey, Bruce. Hey, let's put it to you this way. Do you know they, they're about to hit a 1,000 more home runs than they did last that, year? Okay. Yeah. Hey, can you tell us that stat? Because when you told that to me the other day, I was uh, – yeah. right. Can you tell us that again? That, that they're on pace to hit a 1,000 more home runs than they did last year. John Smoltz said it on Fox. Right. Not, 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 not 100, not 200, but 1,000. 1,000. Are the balls juiced? You, you know they took it out of the players' butts and they stuck it in the ball. Hey, that's okay. I'd rather them stick it in the ball than in the butts. Yeah, well, ask Clemens' wife. Oh, oh that was had to go there. That was Magna me now. Come on. That was a trainer. Yeah, that was yeah, – and, and that was uh, B12 and Lidocaine. Go back and look at a 60 Minutes interview. 
Okay. <laughs> How could you say anything bad about him? He gave you so many memories as a Yankees fan. Ooh. He gave Toronto a whole bunch too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good in Toronto. They were pulling off like 80 win seasons. They were great. And and the Red Sox, when they got rid of him, said he was in the twilight of his career. Well, that was true until he found found whatever he was finding. Yeah, it's a typical red flop, isn't it? Well, you know what's you know what's uh, not against the law in Toronto? Drugs, weed, steroids. Oh, I've never been to Canada, so I don't know. Ask Tiger. He goes to Canada. He went to the same doctor. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he has a wealth and, of knowledge and, and, that we hey, know nothing about. All right, Bruce. And tell, tell, tell your boy Arthur if he wants to pick on somebody about race, try the PGA. We'll let him know. Hey, um, you want to give us our NASCAR update? They ran last night. Yeah. Denny Hamlin spoiled my night by beating my man, Matt Benedito. Who? <laughs> Matt Benedito. Come on, dude. The Italian science. There it is. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> there it is. Bruce and Spade, so, thanks for the call. Well, listen, you guys have a great day, and uh, get rid of the DH. Bruce, we love you, but you, which, know, we, which, you know we don't love which, that which, fire take. Which, hey, listen, which also stands for deadhead. Ah, okay. That's true. See you later, Bruce. Take care of your son over here. <laughs> All right, you guys be good. We'll see you. I love your old man. Yeah, I'm not sure on the DH take though. I'm, I'm I've argued with him that with the yeah, DH is. I mean, the DH is where it's at. Yeah, think about it. We didn't have the DH. We wouldn't have Jordan. I mean, you'd have Jordan, but that you'd find a way to make him hit. But the game's evolving. You know, let it go. Yeah, DH is here to stay. I love and it. And pretty soon, I bet the DH is going to be in the NL. The National League is the only a major. It's only a league in sports that lets pitchers hit. I bet it's going to be. A DH in the NL soon. I would agree with you. So that one three two one two five seven nine is the final segment of a Clutch City Sunday. Next, this is Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday. Here are Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Yeah, Slim Thug. I know. Okay. It's Mike Jones. You know where Mike Jones went to high school? I don't know where he went to high school. But Come on. Are you serious? He's not in Jersey Village. He used to he had a nephew or something that went to Jersey Village. He would be at Jersey Village. You all know the where time Paul Wall went? Jersey Village. There you go. So the Chameleon Air. Yes. I miss Chameleon Air rapping. He's an entrepreneur just making millions. He's a great rapper. He's my favorite of all of them. I heard. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Heard, I don't know if this is true, and I haven't gone back to listen to any of his raps, but I heard that uh, he doesn't cuss in his rapping. Chameleon? Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you think of any song that has a cuss word? Jackson, what about you? Can you think of anything with chameleon or cussing? Maybe it was the... Uh, the s- sound, I, see, I can't remember if the Sound of Revenge did or not, but I think it did. It had the explicit warning. But after that, I think that the, the album after that did it. So does Bryden. Wait, say that again? Bryden is explicit. Is it? Is yeah. It? Huh. See, I don't remember. That's his hit, go- right? So, like... What is he? I had to go look at it. I mean, I had to go listen to it. I got I got all the albums in my damn. See, I don't see anything about it being explicit on here. So I'm looking at the lyrics right now. I haven't pulled up on Spotify, and they're pretty good about labeling things explicit or oh, not it's explicit. Labeled, it's labeled as it. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it was the second, the CD after the CD, the album after that, uh, Ultimate Victory. Victory. That one he didn't curse on, which was. Oh, yep. Hmm. There's an F-bomb in here. Yep. What do you know? But he didn't, he didn't curse much. It wasn't like it was all F this, yep. B that, C that, S that. Mm. It was good stuff. You want to get to the phones? Wrap up the show? Yeah, last it's segment. 713-212-5790. Let's go to Caitlin here on Clutch City Sunday. Hello, Caitlin. 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 Caitlin's gone. You answered that phone. I did. How did you spell Caitlin like that? I don't know. That's, what do you, you spell it? K or C A I T L I N. I think of it like K A T E L Y N, right? Or something like that. Something with a K, like like Kate, but then Lynn. I've never seen anybody spell it with a C. You can, yeah, I've seen plenty with a C. But yeah. Uh, what's her name? Caitlin wanted to talk to Texans. Who won last night? So I, I don't know what uh, happened there, but you know uh, they call him back. Texans were t- yeah, let's try Caitlin again. All right, well, hold on, we'll get to Caitlin in a second. Uh, yeah, the Texans won last night. They're one and one now in the preseason. That that says a lot. Chris Gordy was texting us saying that the uh, talk in the stadium was that they're going to go sixteen and zero. Um, yeah, sure. If you want to believe that, go ahead. Buddy Hal had a nice night. Deshaun Watson five of seven in his one drive with a touchdown. Joe Webb looked okay. Uh, Joe Webb should be the backup, in my opinion. I feel like Joe Webb can can do the same style of offense as Deshaun Watson. Is that a fine. fire take? No, no, he can play the same style, but yeah. it's it's straight up. It's A.J. McCarron? Yeah. It's got to really? be A.J. McCarron. Yeah. I just feel like if, if, God forbid, if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, and then you bring in A.J. McCarron, dude isn't running the same style of offense. No, not at all. Then you got to change everything up. Oh, look, Hank, Hank in Jersey Village wants to talk about Chameleon. Hello, Hank. What's going on, guys? What's up, Hank? Well, I was just going to let you know, the, he does, uh, Chameleon Air does not cuss in his music, and the reason why y'all got to see it on the uh, the lyrics is because the artist who was featured on those songs is the one cussing. I figured, see, that's yeah. what I thought, too, was like, I, I yeah, can't remember yeah, him could, saying anything like that. Yeah, he doesn't cuss. I grew up with him in Woodland Trails West, and I'm a fellow Jersey Village guy myself. So, Got a couple of Falcons here. Yep. That's right. Ro- roaring I just wanted to pass that along to you guys, so y'all have a great one. Well, I appreciate Thank it, you, Hank. Hank. Thanks for the call. Jersey Village Pride I- stand up. I was at my – see, you missed it last weekend. I was at my 10-year high school reunion for Jersey Village class of 09. Man, we are getting old. And then he wasn't here. Yeah, then I did the show the next morning since you weren't here. I did it from home since it was only an hour, and I was – Oh, yeah, hung- it was shortened as well. I was hungover AF. Mm-hmm. You know what I did after the show, Jackson? Exactly what I said I was going to do. Went back to sleep. And then I got up and I made a bunch of bacon and fried eggs. And I ate it and I went back to sleep. I slept all day long. 
I kind of watched the Astros game last Sunday. A little bit. Not all that focused in. This Sunday at 3 o'clock, I will be tuned in, which, by the way, the on-deck show 2 o'clock today with Chris Gordy. And then this week you get a bunch of us. I will have Wednesday and Thursday's game. I'm supposed to have Friday, but I'm I'm out Friday. I got to go to Arlington. Wish me luck. Yeah, good luck. It's for my fa- it's family thing. You gotta go up there for the family. Either way, good luck. I'll be back Sunday for the show, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I travel tomorrow through Thursday to where Phoenix. Oh, lovely this time of year. It's cool. 113 is what it's supposed to be when I land. Bro, it's a dry heat. Yeah, but 113 is it's 113. I'm gonna say hi to my cousin. She's she's out there. She's very pregnant. <laughs> well, hopefully she stays out of the heat. Well, I think she is. I think she's been staying inside. So let's, probably smart. Let's try Caitlin again. Hello, Caitlin. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I have a suggestion. Let's roll a dice. Uh, hey, what's Caitlin. Going on with- hey, Caitlin, can I ask you a question? Yes. So during the week, you're Arthur, and on the weekend, you're Caitlin? Is that what your what your normal life is? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Okay, thank you, Caitlin. That is the weakest women's impression I've ever heard. That guy's a nut, man. Oh, my gosh. That guy's an absolute nut. And he's going to call and say something about the. He wanted to talk about the Texans this time as Caitlin, and who knows what kind of race baiting call he would have pulled out on us this time. That's what Arthur does. Nut job. I. You know who's also a little bit of a nut job? Maybe might be Zach Grinky. What have you liked so far from Grinky? Uh huh. Um. <clears throat> well, the uh, the two two and zero mark is pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I have so much confidence in him when he takes them out. It's and we, I don't think we've seen his best fastball. We have, we have not. In terms of command so his far. His command has not been there with the fastball. But then you throw the oop-de-oop curveball at that, 69 mi- miles an hour. That hook is just – why more guys don't utilize a hook like that, I don't know. I mean, I get why – if you like, you can throw – like you're a Verlander and you can throw a curveball 84, 85. You throw it 84, 85 because right. nobody's touching that damn thing most no, of the time. No, But I think that guys are so geared up for hitting – Faster pitches that actually it probably does get hit more. Sixty-eight mile an hour curveball coming in there, like these guys just like you saw Jose Abreu the other day in that game. He just buckled, buckled. What do you think about Grinky's grunting? I love it. I knew you would. Why? Why wouldn't you? That's old school, man. man Nolan, you sound like Bruce from Spring. N- well, Nolan used to used to grunt after every pitch. Yeah, but he's throwing it a hundred miles an hour. Look, Grinky's giving it all he's got to throw ninety-two. <laughs> Isn't it amazing though that we live in a world where he can hit ninety two and we think, man, he throws slow. Yeah, is that's that's how much the game has evolved. Ninety two is you slow. Seriously, yeah, like you see, uh, people. I know people earlier in the season freak out, and they freaked out a little bit on Verlander. Yeah. Oh, the velo's down. The he velo's hit ninety four. He's down half a mile an hour on average from last year. Yesterday he was hitting like ninety seven all day. There's no point in throwing it if you don't have to. Ninety four, if you're spotting it, is still just as good as ninety seven. Oh yeah, if you spot, I mean, Greg Maddox, perfect example. And that's what that's, that's what Grinky what, is. That's what Grinky is. He's Maddox 2.0. All right, before we get, before we end the show, American League leaders: Yankees, Twins, Astros. Do the Astros catch the Yankees for the best record in the AL? Yeah, because the Yankees will come back to earth, and they'll have a they'll have a, a their stretch of schedule coming up is tough. The Astros, the rest of the way, have the easiest schedule of all the contenders. And they played the American League West a ton down the stretch, which they've slapped up on, that being the Astros this season. 
The um, the yeah. Yankees have taken two of the first three from the Indians in the series. They're playing again today, so hopefully go Cleveland today. Yep. Um, after that, they get the Dodgers, correct? Yep, they've got Oakland. They've at got Oakland. at Oakland, that at, LA, at LA, then at Seattle. That's easy. Then they yep. come home for Oakland again. So yep. they've got some they're – they're in a portion of their schedule where – now they finish easy. They so do finish easy. They finish like let's look at their last four series of the season. They played the Angels at home, the Blue Jays at home. They do get two at Tampa, and then they finish with three in Arlington. Yeah, they got an easy last month of the schedule overall. I'm they got I two hit. series of the Rangers, a series of Detroit, a series of Toronto. Like two series of Toronto, they've got an easy September overall. But so do the Astros. Astros are going to snap their sh- losing streak today. I just don't know if I can. I don't think they're going to pass them. They're four and a half games back. Yeah. No, I don't think they are. I think that they're going to end up with the second best record in the American League. And you know what? Just hit your stride at the right time. Play good baseball into September. End of September. I don't. Yeah. I don't care that you have to play four there. I've been in that stadium and seen how much of a bleep show it can be. But I will say this. I. This and again, is, this is selfish from the ability to travel. I'd rather. I'd rather the Yankees please not get home field because I can just do one New York trip instead of two. I mean, if you think about it, the Yankees could get knocked out in first round. I mean, you never know. Any of these teams could in the American oh, yeah. League, though, right? So it's not a given. Well, right now, the Astros be... will play the Twins. Yeah. I don't like it. Win today. Anything, Win today. Win today. Like Brian LaLima said. That's all that matters. Granky on the mound? Granky day. He's going to take care of it. What time is the on-deck show? 2 o'clock. Chris Gordy with the on-deck show. 3.05, first pitch today. 3.05 th- to my yayo. It's 3.10 today. It's 3.05. 3.07, actually. It well, is 3.07. Hold on. <laughs> 3.07. Damn it. You're right. I hate it when you're right. Well. For Brian LaLima, I'm Michael Connor. For Jackson Gatlin making it all happen. I don't know what time we're supposed to be at, so we're just going to say goodbye right here on Sports Talk 790. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.